When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, every now and then on the show, we get greatness, and today we have definitely got that with Sir Clive Lloyd, uh, regarded as one of the best test captains of all time, played nearly 20 years for the mighty West Indies, uh, including 1975 World Cup win, including a century. I mean, the accolades go on and on. Um, He's waiting on the line now, so Sir Clive, a very warm welcome into New Zealand. Good. Cheers. It's great to be on. Um, What a win. What an absolute win. We've been talking about it ad nauseum in uh, New Zealand, and they have around the world as well. Could you could you give us your initial reaction on that magnificent win at the Gabba? Yeah, I I I, I thought it was excellent because um, the the Shamar um, Joseph was not supposed to to bowl in the in the second innings, and he took an injection, banded it banded up his foot, and and got out there and just demolished the Australians. And, you know, it was a wonderful performance, I think. And these are young guys. These are guys no no particular experience of such. And they rallied around the captain and did a marvellous job. And, and we're all proud of them. And, and let's hope that this is just the start of their, the starting of their, of a, of a very long reign. We see from time to time uh, dashes of brilliance from the West Indies, and it's no secret there's been issues with the administration of West Indies cricket over the times. And but this group here, this is it too early to say this is the renaissance? This is the return of something special on the international stage for West Indies cricket. Well, yes, I think the point is, is that you know the the world is, is the rush. The point is, is that they're young, they're young guys, they're learning their the the game and unfortunately you have to learn on the job but they have a good leader and if he stays around for a while and get them all together and if the selectors continue to to probe and pick the right people i think they they can go very far but you know it's one test match we know it's only one test match it's how they perform in in the next couple of months it's unfortunate we didn't have three three test matches and I think it's terrible that we have the West Indies who, you know, they've, they've been in what? In the ICC situation for probably nearly 80 or 90 odd years and they're being treated rather badly. Mm. You cannot travel 12,000 miles for two test matches. It should be three or five. You know, and um, and give the young, it, you could imagine what this, if they had another test match what it would be like. It would have been excellent. Yes, they would, they would have filled the stands if there was a third and deciding oh. test match. And and it was incredible. That, yeah, on, on the same day, the India-England test match, I think, showed to the world what test match cricket can be. Well, I've always said it. T20 is an exhibition. Test cricket is an examination. Magnificent! I'm going to keep that little clip for me, Sir Clive. That's wonderful. Does it? I, I always find it interesting, like the romance around um, 
West Indies cricket. Like, whenever something like this happens with West Indies cricket, we just hear, oh, Michael Holding, Andy Roberts, Patrick Patterson, Sir Clive Lloyd, Gus Logie, Jeff Dujon, all these great names just come spouting forth. Um, why do you think that cricket fans and sports fans have a, such a romantic link with the West Indies cricket side? I think it's because it's our, our attitude towards life. We enjoy life. We enjoy what we do. You know, I, I, I don't like the the term Calypso cricketers. Um, no, I I believe now that, you know, we, we've grown. We've now very professional. We approach um, cricket now in a different manner as we did so many years ago. Um, we now are very great thinkers of the game, and um, and the guys are enjoying the the game too at the same time. And we need to get to them and explain to them that listen. This is like life. It's just like, you know, it's like a religion with the West Indies. Anytime we're not doing well, the, the whole area is in mourning. Mm. When they won the test match, it, you know, everybody seemed to just come, come, come alive. When they rang me yesterday at about, uh, well, just after the game, there are 10, 10 guys in the room and they rang me. Mm. You know, and um, just for me to have a chat with him, Brian Lara was there, and I, I found that very, very um, fulfilling. Explain to them exactly what I, you know, I hope that they continue the good work, and um, and play in that manner. When you can, you know, take an injection in your toe. We've had Malcolm Marshall playing with a broken arm. Vivrich's took a injection in his back in Trinidad and went out and bat. That's what we do. We we go out there and enjoy what we do, you know, even if it's bearing a bit of pain. But it's a it's a, it's a game that brings us together. It's the glue that that keeps West Indians together. I mentioned the two, great, the two sorry. So I, I mentioned on my show yesterday, I had the great Ian Smith who commentated that final ball on television here. And I, I mentioned to him that I've got a very, very good friend of mine who's holidaying in Barbados at the moment. And he said the island moved on that on that wicket. And he said he never realised how much it meant to the people. He always thought it meant a lot, but it just meant yeah. everything. So can you sort of explain to our listeners what a win like that does for your for your West Indies um, brotherhood. Well, the, the point is that you know we have fourteen islands, different backgrounds and cultures, and um, and and it's sort of when we when we win when we play together. I think there are two things that we do together. It's the West Indies University, the University of the West Indies, and West Indies cricket. It's the thing that brings us together. And this binds us. And like I said earlier, it's the glue that, that, that keeps us. If when the West Indies lose, I can't tell you, you know, it's a morning around the place. This is now giving them a lift. They now have one or two good little fast bowlers. The batters seem to be trying to put their heads together to get, you know, to get it done properly. 
And an unfortunate thing about our situation is that this T20 cricket is sort of is destroying us in the sense that our, a lot of our players um, now deciding that they want to play just T20. Mm. And I, I, I find it very difficult that some of our players don't want to represent the West Indies. It must be the greatest accolade to, 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 to have, to, to represent your country that has got, it has got some terrific records. For 5 million people, we, we played 29 test matches without losing one. 11 successive test matches we've won. Um, if you were 17 years old at one stage, you'd have never seen the West Indies lose. Hmm. I mean, these are, these are records to be proud of. You know, as you said, and as I said, and 5 million people in different walks of life and different types of jobs that they have. We have just a small cadre of people that play sport. And to have such a magnificent, we have, we've won six World Cups. <laughs> you know, it is, it is amazing. So when we, when we sort of um, give our players that upward mobility sort of thing and give them that, that great lift when they win, it's because of that. We, we are not a large nation. And I left them with a, with something that I think that they, I keep telling them that it should be their motto. If you want to gain altitude, you must have the right attitude. And they did. It's the attitude that they had that came through. Guy taking an injection, you know, binding his, 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 his big toe together. I mean, I'm up and, you know, putting it in this boot and running in and bowling at 80, 90 miles an hour. That, to me, that is professionalism. Hmm. And such a new, you know, he's a late bloomer. He's not a young, young man. He's not the 19, 20-year-old, but his backstory is incredible. He was a labourer. He nearly got hit by a falling tree. He shifted. Uh, he was obviously spotted by someone. But the very cool thing about Shamir Joseph was in the post-match press conference. He said he doesn't care how much money's thrown his way. He will always play Test cricket. That must have warmed your heart. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, I love that part because it, it doesn't. You know, money is a, is a subsidiary of success. The more you win and do well, you, the money will come. It's no doubt about that. Mm. But I want him to be managed by someone who's not just want to make money for themselves. I want this guy to be managed properly by the board and some of the other guys who are coming through. We need to keep these guys together. We cannot lose eight and five and ten players. We don't have the, the, the population of some of these other countries. New Zealand is probably the only country that probably have the same amount of people that we have. Mm. Um, and look at their their, their record in, in sport, excellent. So I think that we have to try and harness this talent, make sure that they're not overworked, you know, and that um, whenever they go out to play, they're happy to play and they're fit enough to play. They're not playing at 60 or 70%.
So the real challenge for the West Indies Cricket Board then is, I guess, trying to get them to see past the wallet and more the emblem that they're playing for on the chest. And generationally, that could be a difficult thing to do, Sir Clive. Well, yes, I know. I, listen, I, I don't want to, to stop anybody from making money, but your body can only take that much. Because mm. a lot of people, a lot of these top players are now suffering from their, these, these injuries because they play every other day here and they're gone, they're gone again. So, you know, cars break down. <laughs> you know, I feel that we have to take charge of these young men because we don't have that population. You know, India got a billion and 300 people, 300,000 people. And, um, you, you know, Pakistan has got a lot, India, Australia. We don't have that. If we lose a couple of players, it'll take us a long time to replace. And it takes you about three years to to build a, te a test cricketer. So when you get when you get twenty odd test crickets or thirty, and then you lose ten, it takes you another three years to replenish that. And then that when that ten goes, you know, so it is it's going to be like digging a hole to fill a hole. Mm. We're talking to West Indian great uh, Sir Clive Lloyd. Sir Clive, a lot of praise is being ha uh, heaped on Shamir Joseph and the accolades he's very well worth him. We've only seen him for two test matches. In that brief glimpse we've had of him, does he remind you of any former West Indian bowlers that you may have played with? Well, the thing is, Michael Holding went to to Australian 75 and he hadn't, he had even less wickets than... <laughs> than um, than Shima Holder. So the point is, is that that was a good find. And I hope that he, and he looks like he he's very stable, this young man. But I still wanted the board to get hold of him, take hold of this young man. And one or two of the others too. You know, they have a couple of good little young players that if they can get the right grounding, um, I think we can be, we can build on what we have. Brilliant, Sir Clive. Um, really appreciate your time uh, at the hour of day that we've managed to grab you. Um, New Zealand and the cricketing world are celebrating a magnificent win. And I kept saying yesterday, that final wicket, you wouldn't have wanted anything else than just a swinging fast ball, cartwheeling the stumps, the clatter, the celebration from this fine young man. I don't want to heap too much pressure on him, but he is the future of West Indies cricket. And and we just know that there's 13 and 14-year-old West Indian boys back in amongst those 14 islands watching that, being inspired. And, and I think that's the really cool news story that's come out of all of this. Good. I, I, I hope it continues. I hope they, they realise the importance of them doing well. And um, the world is waiting for a top-flight West Indian team again. It's Clive Lloyd. I really appreciate your time today. No problem, sir. All the best.